Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. It's Kim with Be More Business. And Kara with Fast Horse Photography. And welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Hey, Kara, how are you doing today? How is lovely, sunny Florida? It's beautiful. We're having like the daily rains right now. My son is back to school, which means we're back to a regular routine again, which is kind of nice, which for me means that the puppy and I hop in the car and drop him off every day and then come home and get to work. So it feels good. It feels like a good time right now. Yeah, it does. And we've got it exciting fall stuff coming up. And I hate to date our episode too much by talking about all the fun stuff. But I just got done with a retreat and we're headed to another one to lead another one. And so we're super excited about that. You're actually recording today from where are you at? Wyoming? Yeah, I'm in Casper, Wyoming at the La Quinta Inn. Oh, I think it's La Quinta. La Quinta. La Quinta. (laughs) La Quinta in Casper, Wyoming. Yeah, I've been holed up here for two days doing some work and gaming. Yes, I travel with my Xbox and and game at night on the road. So photographer by day, gamer by night. Always a businesswoman, I guess. So, yeah. (laughs) What we're talking about today is building your credibility out there on the internet And one of the interesting things is we do all of these workshops together and I do them with some other people, you do them with other people. So it's a lot of what we do in those workshops now, the spots are sold based upon who follows us online and who knows us and who meets us online and our website. And so credibility and building that reputation online is so important, whether you're filling a retreat or whether you are booking clients for a service, or whether you're selling a product, or whether you're getting a nonprofit to be supported. It's crazy how important it is to have your digital presence be credible. And I just taught a class yesterday morning for SCORE on Social Media 101, where we did talk a lot about the topics that we're going to be talking about today. And I had every kind of business imaginable from a company that makes popcorn all of the way to people who are doing urban outdoor hikes and all kinds of stuff. So I think this is a very, very timely topic for people. And it is so, so important these days to our business presence to have a good digital presence to support what we do out in the world. Don't you agree, Kara? Well, yeah. And anyone can open up shop online. I can't tell you I will be looking for a particular product and I spend as much time looking for the product as I do trying to determine if the places that are selling the product or service are legitimate. Yeah. I want to know things like, are they a real business? How long have they been in business? Maybe I want someone that's located in the U.S. that's making sustainable products. You know, I'm just looking for something particular. And it's really a challenge sometimes to tell the difference between legitimate company that's been around for a while and a pop-up company that's maybe based in another country that's selling a similar type of product 
but not the same. So you know what I mean? Like we've all been thinking we're going to buy this cool product and then have it show up and look really different than what we thought it was going to be because it was like a (laughs) knockoff product. So for me, thinking about building credibility online has a lot to do with business, business presence. And I think it's really timely right now. I do too. And boy, are you ever right. Have you ever seen the little posts that people do about this is what I expected and this is what Wish sent me? Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Like you order a toy for your dog and it looks really good online and then it comes and it's only an inch wide. Well, yeah. (laughs) And you have a Labrador. Exactly. And it's just getting harder and harder to tell. As many businesses as we work with that struggle to have a website, it's super easy to have a website (laughs) and to have that piece of it online. But there's a lot of other things that small business owners can do on a regular basis to legitimize their company and to build their credibility online so that consumers that are out there looking for a service or a product don't have to do as much background work. You know, you've already built that relationship and you know, okay, I know this person. They're a company that I'm going to buy for when I'm ready to make that purchase. Yeah, this is a good topic. It is. So our big three for this topic are relatively simple in me saying them, but they're going to be long-term buy-ins for you as a business owner. In other words, it's not something you're going to just instantly have. Credibility takes some time to build up. It's like trust. It is sometimes given, but then there's an expectation associated with it that must be fulfilled at the end of that social contract that we make. And if you fail in that, it causes a lot of trouble for your business as well as your clients. So our big three is one, consistently show up. That is probably the most important one, especially for social media, is making sure you're consistently there. It's also the one that I struggle with in my own business the most. And I've been very good with my clients on that, but for me, it's a hard one. For you guys, I'm sure it is too. The second one is social proof, which Kira and I do talk about a lot. Both of us are big believers in this, and it is a critical piece of the puzzle. And we're going to talk some pretty in-depth about that here, as well as give you some references to other times we've talked about it. And then the final thing is being featured in other people's feeds and websites. So those are called backlinks in the SEO world, and they definitely hold a lot of value in your credibility and helping you boost not only your visibility online, but your credibility online. So let's dig into number one, consistently show up. And I'm going to let you take the show away, Kara, because you are damn good at this. Well, first of all, I think you've got to have a recognizable brand. So you've got to put that work in. At some point, you need to sit down and have a recognizable brand. So things that you do, like your logo, your messaging, your colors, your fonts, people need to be able to recognize you across platforms. And that helps build that trust factor. Oh, I know who that is just by looking at the color scheme on their ad. That's huge, I think, right off the bat and get you thinking about that piece of it. I know for Fast Horse, I did a logo change a couple years ago, but everyone knew Fast Horse and they knew me by my logo, which has a top part of a horse running and then it has Fast Horse photography underneath. I really felt in the early days that that logo was off center and it needed to be balanced. So when I went to Meredith Davis Designs to redesign my logo, I said to her, this is a piece of my brand that people really recognize and they recognize me across platforms. So I can't 
totally changed the way that this looks. We spent a lot of time redesigning and balancing an existing logo that I already had because it was that important to me that the brand was recognizable anywhere that I was at, that people would consistently recognize the logo. I think the next thing that you can do is make sure that you are online and you're making friends. I know that sounds silly, but don't just go online, drop something, and then disappear. You need to be connecting and making friends online. So find other businesses that are like yours, that intersect with yours, that you can collaborate with. But the key is interact with their content as your business and let them interact with your content so that you're engaging with each other on your different accounts. And then really spend some time learning about your audience and potential consumers so that you can connect with them as well. Kim, did you want to have anything you wanted to add to that before I moved on a little bit? I think, yes, having a recognizable brand is important. I guess the only thing I would add there is that I developed my brand originally for my company was Midnight Productions Incorporated, which by the way, it still is. And I love that name. But that was when I was a graphic designer Mm -hmm. and not a business consultant or a photographer that was leading workshops and retreats. Sure. Lots of change since then. Lots of change since the 90s. Thankfully, <laughs> lots of change. <laughs> Not just your 90s. hairstyle. Well, my hairstyle, I think, is the same. It's the color that shifted. <laughs> yeah. So I recognized because people kept saying things like, I don't know about having a business card for Midnight Productions in my pocket. Anyway, it was a cute little joke. But you may or may not laugh at that. It was a porn company at one time. Not my porn company, yeah. mind you. <laughs> but somebody owned one with that name. That's hilarious. I wasn't going to go there. And then you just went there. It's what begs to be said, right? It's the subtext. In the 2010s, when I really was doing more consulting. I was starting into this gestalt journey that I was on, really getting to help people in a different way with their businesses. I redid the name and I did a brand name to be more business. And so I did the whole thing. I changed the logo and we did an episode, I believe, with Meredith. So you did a full rebranding. It was with Meredith. I did. It was with Meredith where we talked about rebranding and should you do it? It is a chore, people. And let me tell you, it is not an easy thing to do. But if you are new to business, definitely build up your brand to be recognizable. Make sure you're in love with it and it really fits your target market. And if you need to rebrand, listen to that episode first and then then determine if you need to rebrand. But being recognizable is be more business took me a really long time and I'm still struggling even I did that like six or eight years ago and I'm still struggling a little bit with making sure that that other brand identity has gone away and now I have this one and that leads to credibility everyone because people always saw me as Midnight Productions and then I shifted names and so I had to rebuild all of my credibility online as Be More Business so it took a little bit. Well and then part of that with engaging your audience and learning about your audience is is taking that next step when you're showing up consistently. You're not just showing up, hey, I'm here or hey, happy Monday, but you're bringing some value to that and you're providing different types of value. You're educating and maybe you're providing digestible tips about your product or service that you provide. So we've done full episodes on that topic, but the key is, is that you're showing up consistently in all of the places that your ideal client 
might be and that you're recognizable and they know through your imagery, through your colors, through your schemes, through your voice, that it's you every single time. Yeah. And that you have what they want. We've talked about target and marketing at many different episodes in here and understanding your customer. And that is so important to this equation because if you can consistently show up with the wrong message and you won't get the right customer, but if you consistently show up with the right message, you will get the right customers into your business. And not being afraid to be repetitive. You need to say your message over and over and over again. And remember that the people that you're trying to reach are not seeing you do that over and over and over again. We talk about all the time that it's okay to reuse your key imagery. It's okay to reuse content from your blog posts and re-put them across your platforms. Like they need to hear your messaging over and over and over again. Yeah, it's not just okay. It's a good thing. And I have struggled so many times with people who want to redesign and rebrand every six months. And it's, no, don't do that. You just are getting in headway. And that's another thing with branding and consistently showing up. Sometimes it feels like no one is listening out there, folks. And I'm going to tell you, if you're in that stage in your online presence and you really are like, all of this is just falling on deaf ears, I just am not getting anything. I can't believe I'm not getting anything. And it's been months or maybe even a year or more or two years. And I just, I keep doing it and keep doing it, but I just am not hearing anything. Do not stop. Maybe look at your messaging to make sure that you're right on target, that you are in the right places. Maybe work with a consultant to check those things. But for God's sakes, do not stop. Keep going. Because all of that work that you're doing, it is being seen and heard out there. You just have to give it the time to be able to get past all of the other noise. It's like starlight. It takes a while for the starlight to travel here so we can see it. It's the same with your marketing. You're blinking your star but the light has to travel to the people who are interested in it. How's that for a metaphor for that? It's pretty gooey. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) But sure, it's a visual, Kim. (laughs) So there are those of you out there who got that and your heart is now warmed. So please send Kara a message saying you loved my crazy starlight metaphor. (laughs) So are we ready to move on to number two, which is social proof? (laughs) Kara's like, yes, please get me out of this conversation. So social proof, it really is the currency of online credibility. It's what other people have to say matters a lot to us, especially when it comes to decisions that we have to make around purchasing. Is it the right decision? Is it the wrong decision as a consumer? We really, really do look to other people to help us make those decisions. And social proof is your business's way of demonstrating your credibility to those people who are looking at you as a possible solution to whatever they're experiencing. So it is so, so very important. And we did an amazingly good episode, I'm bragging on us, for episode number five of season one. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode, even if you've listened to it before, because it gives you all of these wonderful tips about how to 
look at your social proof and how to understand it. And I think we're going to give you a pretty eclipsed version of that. Kara has a wonderful list for you, as per usual. And I'm going to let her roll through her list because I think it's really, really good. And then she's going to talk to you a little bit about a couple of other episodes where we deep dived in some of these topics because it is so very important. For me, social proof has been one of the things that I have found to be the most powerful growth tool for my business. It has been, you know, spending time focusing on this aspect of it is what has really moved me forward. So the first piece of that that I think feels obvious to most people is probably reviews and testimonials, specifically written reviews and testimonials. So you can get those in a couple different ways. You can rely on folks to leave them after having an experience with you on multiple platforms, or you can go out and harvest them and actually ask questions and encourage people to provide information about your business. We deep dive into this on a couple of episodes, number 28 and number 53, where we talk specifically about getting reviews and also about using testimonials and harvesting testimonials. If you aren't already using these in your business, you really should be actively putting those to work for you and actively going out and seeking them and finding ways to use them. The next piece of that is you can do more than a written testimonial. You can get video testimonials. Kim's a big proponent of on the spot getting people to leave video testimonial. Absolutely. And the technique is so easy because when people come up to you and start bragging on you, do not let that moment pass. Get that phone out. We all are attached to these devices and they're expensive. Put them to work for you. They're great employees, those cameras. Then just go back. Don't just point the camera at the person and say, carry on bragging about me. What you want to do is point the camera at them and ask them the question that they were talking about, like they were saying, wow, I got so much from you, then say, well, you were just talking about how much you learned during our photography retreat, and then they can go on and talk about it. Testimonials filmed is just so cool because people actually get to see the person. They know that's a real person and not a fake human on the other side. And also the gestures and facial expressions help add to the fact that that is a legitimate thing. And uh, if they stumble around a little bit, that's actually good for you because it shows they're not an actor. The biggest thing about this, too, is that people will see people that they know and like and trust talking about your business. And a lot of times when you have inquiries come in and they have come from someone who has spoken about your business, you've pretty much already sold to them. You've pretty much already booked them because they're coming to you already set up for that because the information came from someone that they know they like, they trust. So having that kind of information available online that people can search for you in the search engines, they can Google you and these things start to pop up is huge. So speaking of that, having other things online that help legitimize your business or help create and show you as an expert in the field. It helps you build authority. So help you build authority in the field. So things like creating tools that people can download and put to use, some of those downloadable tools or guides that people can download, put to use, that they can share. That is another way to build credibility online. Create an online course. Some of you have a ton of small digestible 
things that you can be putting out there to help educate, that you can sell, that you can have as passive income, but that's all information that's out there online about you that's establishing you. I love also being a member of affiliate programs that will put your information out to the world. So a great example of this is I'm a member of the Equine Photographers Network. Kim is as well. And they have a platform where they host photographers and share their information. So it's another place. If people go looking for information about my company, it's another place that I'm going to show up. And a lot of you out there listening, whatever your animal business is, whatever your niche is, there's probably an organization that you can join, a program that you can join that's going to put your information out there online as well. They might provide speaking opportunities for you. They might showcase your work, showcase your product, just be someone to support you. So look for those and don't be afraid to pay a membership or join a program. And then the last thing I have here for social proof is writing a book. And the reason I was thinking about that is because I know it's something that Kim's been working on diligently. And we recently recorded an episode on this topic, which will come out at some point. And it was interesting because they were talking about how some people write books just for this purpose, just for the purpose of social proof and being able to, when they're at an event speaking, having their books sitting on the table next to them, what that does for them. So things like that, you can really stretch your brain to see that there's so many different ways there that you can build your credibility online just through this number social proof. And a lot of people do that because having your name, even I was published in a couple of anthologies here recently. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it's taken like a year yeah. for people to start reading them. But now I'm getting all of these messages that said, hey, I read your story in the Female Entrepreneur's Playbook. And I really would like to consult with you. I've gotten a few consulting gigs off it at, at awesome. this point. It's been amazing because it showed that one one, I was equal to some other people that are in my same industry, which was really nice. That built up a lot of credibility. But just the simple act of having my name on the author list for that particular book. And yes, my book is all most done. Oh, I have my cover design done. We're in the wrapping up processes. And hopefully by the time you listen to this episode out there, it will be available. So yeah, check out the business animal website. That's one of the places it will be. (laughs) That's awesome because I think people sometimes are looking for that kind of instant gratification, that instant, boom, I've done this. It's out there in the world now. And I have all this social proof and I'm building my credibility. But the truth is, is some of these suggestions that we're recommending are a long game. So they are, first of all, it might take a long time to create, or it might be quick to create, but it might take a long time to snowball and to build, but it's out there and it's doing its work. You just kind of have to be patient and let it do its work. Yeah. That's why I say, do not give up Mm -hmm. on this. None of the things that we're talking about, you cannot get disheartened, at least publicly. You can get disheartened privately. But don't give up. It is a long game and it definitely will snowball over time. 
And it's that pushing that rock up the hill and you get to the top and then it's free sailing down the other side. It's just if you're on the uphill push, it sometimes feels like a like you're not getting anywhere, but you are. But you're working on all of these different things in tandem. So everything's happening at the same time. So some things are going to be quick mm-hmm. and other things are going to be long and you're going to continue to work along beside them. But that's the key is that you've got to be in multiple places across multiple platforms, multiple medias, and it should be a constant thing that you're working on. Absolutely. And I think that leads us beautifully beautifully into point number three, which is being featured in other people's or businesses or outlets, feeds and websites. And again, in SEO world, we call this backlinking. So that builds a ton of credibility with Google, which is a whole nother conversation. Being credible with humans is much easier than being credible with Google some days. So you would think it would be the opposite, like you could convince Google of things quickly, but it's (laughs) not so true. Google is a hard sell some days. But when other people feature you, when you are a guest blogger or you're a guest on a podcast or you have, you know, you speak at a conference where you have your bio published online, anytime those things happen, even in your own, like if you're on somebody else's social media, it's a big benefit as well. So that sets you up as legitimate. Someone else from your consumer's perspective, someone else believes in you enough and your expertise enough to trust that you're going to be on you're borrowing from their reputation and that they trust that you're going to participate that in that effectively. So these are some great places for you to build further credibility for your business. And they'll lead back into that social proof because they'll start the conversations between the people that have worked with you and those that may be sitting nearby listening. And they'll also be part of you consistently showing up. So this last one kind of ties into the first two of these topics that we talked about today. Kara, you again have a wonderful group of suggestions here for folks. Well, I just think this is such a big piece of it. Show up on your own social media outlets, do your own blog posting. Maybe you're creating podcast episodes like Kim and I are. Maybe you have a YouTube channel and you're making YouTube videos. You're doing all the things that you need to do to be searchable in the search engines. All of that's a great first step. Take the next step, though, and look for opportunities to further put these things you've already created to work and also guest appear in other places. So you could take your social media outlets and you could be a guest on someone else's social media. Something as simple as them sharing you as a favorite in your field shares you with their audience, for example, and establishes you as a trusted source for that person that they obviously enjoy following and looking up to. Having a blog post get shared or picked up syndicated is a big deal. Guest blogging on someone else's blog post, being invited to do that. We have two podcasts that Kim and I are part of, and being able to guest appear on other people's podcasts is something that we enjoy, but also allowing other people to guest on ours helps widen our audience and helps put us out as podcasters in the field. You know, having the ability to take this information that you've put together and speak at a conference and share your information on 
on a platform that you're visible and in person. This is just one of the other things that you can do out there, just looking for ways to be featured in different media outlets. If you can do something like guest on a show, a news show, or be out there on someone else's blog post or radio show, all of that is an awesome thing that you can do for your business. The last thing I would say about this is if you are driving people to your website, you need to make sure that your website is secure. Nothing freaks me out more than when I click on a website and it says this website may not be safe for you to continue on. So that's going to give you some red flags right off the bat, right? So people shouldn't be afraid to leave their credit card information on your website and make a purchase at a minimum. (laughs) I'm sure you have something to add to that. (laughs) I do. I definitely have things to add here. So a lot of people get confused about how to make this actual piece work. And it's a very important piece of your online credibility with folks. And the way that you get the secure website is through something called an SSL certificate. Here's your trivia question for the day. Do you know what SSL means? So it means secure socket layer. So that makes a lot of sense, huh? Why would we want that? Did you just Google that or did you know it off the top of your head? I know it. I know it by heart. I have a little bit of expertise in getting businesses their SSL certificates. There's multiple kinds of SSLs that you can get for your website. Most businesses, unless you are directly taking credit card information, i.e. you're not going through another third party like Authorize.net or PayPal or Stripe or Venmo or Square or something like that, all of those have their own security. And the security for taking credit card numbers needs to be much higher than the security that you need for your website. You do not need that level of security if you're going through a third party. That's okay. Their security will take care of it. But for your website, what you do need, and Google as well as humanity will judge you if you do not have it, is the little lock next to your website. And you need to be able to have that, that it just says that the information that is put into this website is going to be encrypted on its way to its destination so hackers can't grab a hold of it and do something with it. And that's the reason you want to look for the little lock. And if you're not putting information into a website, if the lock isn't there, it's not going to do horrid things to your computer typically, but it scares all of us when it's not there. And as a business owner, if it's not there, your customers are feeling that fear. So don't allow that to happen. Get an SSL certificate. The good news is, is that SSL certificates are so common now that most hosting plans for websites include the SSL certificate with the hosting plan. However, you do have to do some maintenance with these things. They do renew. You do have to occasionally reinstall them. I just had a website the other day that the client called and said, I don't have my little lock anymore. And I had to go look and it had happened that the company we'd bought the SSL reissued it and they got the email to renew it and I didn't and they didn't have a clue as to how to do it. So I did it for them. 
But the bottom line to this is, is check your website often to make sure that it is secure, that it's showing up as secure in searches, that you're able to go there and check the little lock next to your domain name at the top of the browser, whatever browser that you're in. And if it is unlocked or shows as the lock with a line through it, some of them do it that way. If it is like that, please check back with your hosting company or your website designer to get it fixed and make sure you talk to them about your SSL certificate. And for most of you, a basic SSL is fine. That will eliminate any of those horrid messages, particularly it makes you feel like you're walking into like the back alley behind the bar with all of the <laughs> people who just got out of prison and they all have knives. It's, it's crazy. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> just so you know, I just went and checked all of our websites and they look good. So <laughs> you literally did, didn't you? Did. That's what you were doing. That's what I was, was doing making sure. Yeah. Just because I thought we better get that fixed. If not, <laughs> take our own advice. Awesome. So I Jenna's. think we've given a ton of things for people that they can start thinking about, about building yeah. their credibility online. Y'all, you don't have to jump into all of these at once. Start thinking about what you're doing, what you can do, and then think about some of the long-term stuff that you can be working on at the same time. So just to recap our big three, the consistency of showing up to build your credibility online is huge. So just be consistent, be present, find lots of different ways to be online and be consistent with how people are seeing you. Think about your social proof. If you don't remember what that is, check out episode number five, season one. It's one of our favorite episodes, one of the first ones we recorded, but it is jam packed with stuff that you can do to build your social proof. And I've personally believed that this is one of the most powerful things you can do to boost your business. Then number three, being featured in other people's feeds and websites. Find ways that you can collaborate with other businesses, with other programs, with other organizations to get your information out there. And there's so many ways that you can do that that we've given suggestions on today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been a great episode. I just want to say a big thank you to the folks that have recently left reviews for the Business Animal Podcast. This means a lot to us. It makes a big difference when people let us know that they're listening. Kim and I regularly get just personal text messages even from people and emails from people just saying, I really love this episode. I just have to say from Kim and I, this means a lot to us. We do this for free. Oh, yeah. We do not get paid. We do not have sponsors. We do not have advertisers. And we're 80 episodes plus in now that we've committed to this for all of you out there listening. So thank you so much for letting us know that yes. you hear us. We appreciate it. And we hope you guys are having a great week. Absolutely. Second on all of that. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.